The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you for joining me for this episode of My Story, Living with Lupus. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you could join me for this special edition. Yes, I decided to do a broadcast to inform you about the COVID-19 virus. Also, you'll be hearing about the results. You ask me what results? I'm talking about the results from my thyroid ultrasound RN. And I was at the doctor's office today. So, you know what I want you to do? That's right. All the way from the United States to Puerto Rico. Go grab that cup of coffee. Yes, that cup of tea. And to those who are listening late at night, go grab your favorite glass of wine. And come on and join the conversation right here on My Story Living with Lupus. Ophthalmology Associates, PC, Doctors Berman and Dr. Zuckerbrod, treating diseases of the eye and eye surgery. You can reach them at 313-341-3450.
okay, when we talk about um, the coronavirus, COVID-19, it is a zoonotic virus. Now, from what I have read, it appears that bats are the reservoir of the COVID-19 virus, but the intermediate host has not yet been identified. However, three important areas of work are already underway in China to inform and to understanding of the zoonotic origin of this outbreak. These include early investigations of cases with symptom onset in Wuhan throughout December 2019, environmental sampling from Hunan Wholesale Seafood Market and other area markets, and the collection of detailed records on the source and type of wildlife species sold at the Hunan market and the distinction of those animals after the market was closed. So we know that this origin is from animals. But what I want to talk to you about is to not pay attention to everything that you see on social media because some things are facts and some are not. There has been some false reporting done on social media regarding COVID-19. And it is important that we do not panic. And I know that may sound hard for others, but when fear enter into this spectrum, we're not only breaking down our immune systems and making ourselves sick, we are not listening to what is really happening out there regarding this virus. Now, I was in the store the other day and um, I watched women and men fighting over toilet tissue, paper towels, disinfectant, um, bleach, and water. We have to learn we cannot hog all of this and not share it with one another. What good would that do? Right now, we can't be a society of, I'm going to look out for me and the hell with the other people. You know, this 
virus has caused havoc all over the world. Enormous amount of people have lost their lives. Um, and we just have to stay calm and rational. Don't go overboard um, thinking that you have to stockpile all of the toilet tissue you can, all of the paper towel you can, all of the sanitizer, all of the disinfectant and the alcohol and water. Now, here in the state of Michigan where I'm at, another case has been reported in Oakland County. The schools have been closed and um, the doctor's offices, grocery stores are still open. I had someone to call me last night and said, have you heard? I said, heard what? CNN stated that they're going to close all the grocery stores down. I said, they didn't state that. That is a false report. And I told the individual, now, if you're getting it off of Facebook, you know you have to fact check everything that is on social media. I said, if you want to know something, go to the CDC website or the WHO, World Health Organization website. But people, we have got to stop acting like this is the last day and I have to grab everything up where no one else will have it. Don't don't be that that foolish. This is a time to share. Now, as the CDC reported, we all should be following the guidelines. Washing your hands for 20 seconds. You know, I told my daughter today, I said, if you have long nails, you get you a nail brush and scrub up under your nails because we all know that underneath the nails is germs, bacteria. It's just common sense things that we have to do that we should have been doing. Now, when I went to see the endocrinologist today, and my autoimmune system is already compromised. So I have been carrying around disinfectant, 91% alcohol, antibacterial wipes, and soap in my purse for 14 years now. It's nothing new to me, but the people that were in the doctor's office looked at me like I was crazy. And so one lady asked me, she said, you that paranoid? And it's not that I took offense to it, but I informed her 
that I have an autoimmune illness. My immune system is weakened. I have been doing this routine for over 14 years. And I say, all of my doctors know I do this. All of the receptionists know I do this. So it is nothing new. But I, what I really wanted to say to her, did you wash your hands? But I did not go there. Now, I understand that people don't know just by looking at us what is wrong with those who suffer from the chronic illness lupus. That's understandable. But if it was me, I would not have said a word. Because if you're doing this, that means one or two things. You don't want to catch anything or you have a chronic illness and your immune system is weakened. So when we return, I would like to give you some advice I know that you have heard over and over again. So stay with me and I'm going to tell you the advice whether you want to hear it or not. We'll be right back. If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. The most detailed breakdown of symptoms of the disease comes from the recent World Health Organization analysis. And here are the most common symptoms. Fever, dry cough, fatigue, coughing up sputum or thick phlegm, shortness of breath bone or joint pain, sore throat, headache, chills, nausea or vomiting, stuffy nose, diarrhea, coughing up blood, swollen eyes. Now, people who seem to be at highest risk for serious illnesses from COVID-19 are adults over the age of 60 or people who have underlying medical conditions like high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, lung disease, or cancer. The, well, I say it like this. 
we must take everyday precautions to avoid people who are sick. Wash your hands often. Avoid touching surfaces in public places like elevator buttons and door handles. Avoid crowds. The CDC and the State Department are also urging Americans to avoid cruise ships for the duration of this epidemic, especially if you are at high risk for illnesses. People at high risk should not fly unless it is necessary. Now, I know we all like to travel, and there has been a price decrease on the airlines, with the airlines. Now, I have received several emails from Southwest Airlines stating that they plan to keep their passengers safe. They are cleaning each plane after each flight. Now, I fly um, every year, and it's one thing I do not do. I don't use the airplane restroom. I don't even use public restrooms. Um, because I just have a thing about if I walk into a public restroom and I smell something, I will turn around and walk right out. I do not utilize public restrooms. So all we can do is take the precautions that the CDC and the state departments state. That's all we can do and maintain the everyday precautions. Now, my daughter lives in New York and um, she says that she stands up now on the train. She doesn't hold on to the rails or anything. And um, and there's a possibility, she told me, that she may be working from home until everything has been, um, how can I say it, when everything is clear, you know, the pandemic is over with. But all I'm asking you guys, those of us who suffer with lupus, we know what it's like um, to take precautions. Continue to take your precautions and don't worry. You still have to live. You still have to work. You still have bills to pay. Don't let the fear set in so deep that it puts you in a flare or possibly put, 
put you in the hospital. Now, getting to my results from the endocrinologist. I went in, as I stated before, um, to see the endocrinologist. And what I'm about to say, I'm not asking for pity. I don't believe in pity parties. I'm not looking for sympathy. But I have nodules on my thyroid. And by having lupus, I am highly susceptible to thyroid cancer. So if you don't know what nodules are, nodules is a discrete lesion within the thyroid gland that radiology picks up from the surrounding tissue. When the thyroid nodules is suspicious, which mine are, meaning that it has characteristics that suggest thyroid cancer. The next step is usually a fine needle aspiration biopsy. So I am not upset about that. It's just par for the course. I take it par for the course. I have informed my family that um, right now they want to observe the nodules. I have to go back for re-examination and another ultrasound of the thyroid. And if anything changes, she stated that she would um, perform a needle aspiration biopsy of the nodules. She informed me that she felt the nodules upon my first visit, but she wanted to make sure by doing the ultrasound and the blood work. So that's where I stand at right now. I'm not claiming thyroid cancer. Um, It's just something that has to be watched. And that's where I'm at with that. So this has been my special report on the COVID-19 virus, just use common sense and use everyday precautions. And ladies, I want to say this to you. For those of you who go in the restrooms and do not wash your hands, wash your hands. This goes for men too. Wash your hands because I have heard stories from other men who say that guy didn't wash his hands after using the bathroom, walk right out. And um, to be honest with you, that's kind of gross. 
wash your body, wash your hands. Um, I never handshake. I don't fist pump anymore. Um, so just use everyday precautions. That's all you have to do. Be careful of the information that you received. Better yet, do your own research. Go on the CDC webpage. Go on World Health Organization website. And if you are experiencing any of the symptoms that I mentioned, contact your doctor as soon as possible so you can be tested for COVID-19. What good is knowledge if it is not shared? Tune in on next Friday for part one of hypertrophic lupus erythematosus. I'm Susan Hendricks. Have a safe, wonderful, peaceful weekend. And you know what I forgot to say? Can anybody explain to me if you're buying up all the toilet tissue in the store, what does that have to do with washing your hands? I'm Susan Hendricks for my story, Living with Lupus. I'll see you next week. Don't forget to tune in for part one of Hypertrophic Lupus Arrhythmatosis.